Hello everyone and welcome to Marvelania. My name is Noah and today I, we will be recapping episode 3 of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I am again joined by my co-host David. Hey yo, you'll get it later. And <laughs> and um, before we start, I do just want to say um, we are sorry for the weird scheduling error. We could not get together to record. So this week you're getting two recaps. A recap of the episode right before the next episode. I mean, that's actually really smart. I mean, like... That, so if you if you were us and you completely forgot what happened in episode three, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. It's a recap. I mean, they do have recaps in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, I mean... It's fine. Yeah. You'll, you'll double it's recap. great. Anyway. So yeah, let's get into the recap. So the episode starts with a commercial for the GRC, which stands for Global uh, Reparation Council, which pretty much the whole uh, point of it is to reunite people with their families after the blip and to be reunited with their home countries. It's a very standard government thing with stock images and video. Um, yeah. But the irony is we then see the GRC logo on a truck, which is um, holding... Uh, John Walker mm-hmm. and like soldiers. And the first thing we see is the shield. The shield, and it was like a punch in the face. I like, oh goodness. Um, so then they go in. Uh, John Walker. They're looking for the flag smashers. They rough up this poor guy who, big respects to him, does not answer him. Honestly, yeah. He spits in John Walker's face. John Walker throws him against the wall. We find out that the guy understands and speaks English this whole time, and is just like, oh, I know who you are. <laughs> um, and John. And um. So then uh, they leave place after realizing they can't find anything out of that guy um lamar's like did you really have to hurt like hurt the guy and john walker pretty much says and justify the means i do what i want so they can respect me basically um we then oh because he's like oh because i know bucking sam are one step so he's he's kind of desperate yeah he's like desperate that's why he's like that um, we then switch to Sam and Bucky in a German prison that's holding uh, Zemo. Where we left off the last episode. Yeah, where we left off, where we saw Zemo in the last episode. Okay. Um, uh, Bucky then goes to talk to Zemo. Um, Zemo then says the trigger words from Winter Soldier and Civil War that turned uh, Bucky into the Winter Soldier. Um they have this little weird awkward talk where Bucky's like I need your help and Zemo's like okay fine then. he's like I know you're desperate I know you're desperate for help. I'll do it um and Bucky's like and then Bucky asks like what Zemo's reading and he's reading the classic book Machiavelli which pretty much championed the idea of ends justify the means Basically. which pretty much I feel like every villain and even some heroes uh think you know John Walker I mean yeah John Walker heavily yeah. invokes that um, so then we cut to, um, Sam and, uh, Bucky in, like, this garage, and Bucky's like, so, hypothetically, what if we break Zemo out of prison? <laughs> he begins detailing the escape, and we see, like, Zemo actually breaking out. It was, like, that weird He's thing like from, like, narrating the, it. Yeah, it's, like, narrating. It's, like, that weird thing from the Lego movie. Yeah. Only to find out that it wasn't hypothetical, and it actually happened. And Zemo just, like, walks in, like, guess what? <laughs> it happened. Like, what? And then it just cuts to the... It just, yeah, it just Soldier. cuts to the Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, title. I love that scene. Uh, we then go into this nice garage with a bunch of old cars. We find out uh, Zemo is rich, rich. Mm-hmm. He's also Baron Von Zemo, which in the last episode I said he wasn't a Baron. Well, guess what? He's a Baron now. Surprise, he's rich. He's rich. Which they did not at no. all reference. I don't know how he's rich, but okay. Um, we He then finds uh, the purple ski mask, which they do, I believe, say was his father's. Yeah, I think Which, 
probably then means his father was also Baron Zemo, which in the comics he mm-hmm. was and was a um, an enemy of Captain America during World War II. Yeah. So maybe they'll talk about that. And this is also when we find out that they have the common. Uh, yeah, they uh, but they all hate. Yeah. Uh, the Flag Smashers, so they're going to go beat them up, I guess. Because yeah, that was basically his intent to yeah, destroy Z- the um, super, soldiers. super Soldiers. That was like his whole point. Yeah. So it makes sense for him to like, work. Yeah, he's like, I don't need more Super Soldiers. Yeah. Um, Zemo then flexes on them, and he's like, let's go on my plane. This is my plane. This is my plane, my driver, <laughs> my butler. Horrible accent, but hey. Um, Zemo is then reading um, Bucky's like... I want to say, like not his sin list, but like the people he has to like repay for his sins as the Winter Soldier. Um, we, um, the, there's one name on there, Nakajima, which is Yuri's last name, and Yuri's son was the man Bucky killed. Um, in episode, we saw the flashback in episode one, and that really haunted Bucky. Um, Bucky then pretty much strangles him. I was like, give me back my book, don't read that. Um, we then find out that that book is the same book that Steve had in Civil War, which was not a Civil theory. War. I don't think we Winters. That was a theory, but we were just like, we didn't it's talk a book. About that. Was like, we were like, it's a book. Okay, that's the same book. Yeah. Well, guess what it was. It was. Um. So, it had like a list of all pop culture stuff that uh uh Steve missed out on, including the Trouble Man album by Mar- Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. And actually, fun fact: this episode came out on Marvin Gaye's birthday. Did it? It did. It was not planned. It really wasn't playing because that worked out perfectly. I know, but it was like really funny. Yeah, um, it's also cool to think about like how Steve was like, "Hey, Buffy, this is the stuff that you missed." Like, yeah, like up. like literally does the same thing. He and was, like before Bucky can actually like enjoy his new life, he, he actually had, has to like come to. Yeah, you know, that's before he can, very deep, very yeah. very deep. Um, though he did listen to the Trouble Man album <laughs> <laughs> because Steve's like, no, not Steve. Sam's like, did you listen to it? And Buggy's like, I like 1940s music. And then Zemo's like, <laughs> Zemo says the borderline racist comment of like, oh yes, he championed the Afri- African American music thing. And Sam's like, he's misguided, but he's right. Yeah, he's like, he's out of place. He's out, out of place, of but he's right. Yeah. Um. So we'll let it slide. Zemo. Yeah, Zemo has a superiority complex in general, so like I don't think it's really racist. It's just Zemoist. <laughs> Zemo's just Zemo. Um, we then cut to uh, Riga, Latvia, which the GRC has a camp. Well, they have camps all around the world of like refugees from after the blip. We see Carly from the Flag Smashers going to visit a woman named Donya Madani. Um. There was a deleted subplot for this series that they did take out. So there are a couple scenes in this episode specifically that seem just kind of like dead ends that they were clearly meant for something else. Um, Donya Madani, um, she died of like this sickness, I guess. Yeah, so it, it seems like she died of some kind of like Disease. unsanitary. Yeah, the GRC, I feel they're very corrupt. I'm getting the feels of because they are not like in that. it almost. It almost looks like they're like um like they're camps. They aren't like nice places. They're really like they're not dirty. clean. So no. she probably died of some disease that yeah. she got from the camp. Yeah, which is probably why uh they became the flag smashers in the first yeah. place. And and Donya kind of almost seems like a like mother figure to yeah. Carly. She's not actually Carly's mother, but she seems, it like, seems it. like it. Um Donya Madani as a fun fact has a little like pendant which has the flag smasher logo on it. Yeah, so it seems so, like she's a very big influence on that. She was group. either the founder or in like the matriarch or just inspired it. Yeah. Um we then switch to the fictional 
Marvel country of Madripoor. Yeah. Uh, Madripoor is in Asia, so, you know, a lot of uh, Tokyo vibes I'm getting. I, like, South Korea, Tokyo vibes I was getting from the city. Also, like, right after they broke Zemo out of prison, he was like, okay, let's go here, like, immediately. Yeah, like, it was he like, knows everywhere. Yeah, he, even though he's been in jail for, like, seven years. Yeah, he knows exactly. Which is, you know, okay. okay. All right. Um, I wouldn't trust Sam is pretending to be a character named the Smiling Tiger, which he was a crime boss in the comics, though it doesn't... Conrad Mack? Yes, Conrad Mack, aka the Smiling Tiger. I was like, what? I'm like... (laughs) um, And then Zemo says to Bucky, you're going to have to pretend to be the Winter Soldier again. Yeah. So... Which makes sense, because Winter Soldier is literally in the... Yeah, that was something like, we were like, oh yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, this makes sense. Bucky isn't the Winter Soldier. No, it it should have been like Falcon and Bucky, but no. It's now the Winter Soldier. Um, so they head into Madripoor. Um, Madripoor is actually heavily tied to Wolverine in the comics, so who knows? They then go to a bar, which the bar has a reference to, uh, Wolverine. So that was another little thing. Uh, there was, like, this graffiti that said Power Broker's watching that kind of, like, solidified that Power Broker is the unofficial leader like the of the big brother of the, uh, um, society. He's, like, the godfather of this town. Like Big Brothers watching like Power Broker. Big Which, Brothers watch this this reference. I'm going to talk about who I think the power. Yeah, broker we're going to get into that later. I actually I have, think I have. I have no idea who the Power Broker is, but okay. From this, from that graffiti, I I, I have a theory. But okay. okay. So I we're in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they go into the bar. They're looking for a crime boss named Selby who has information. Bucky struts, struts in all Winter Soldier-y. Yeah, everyone's um, like, oh dang, oh dang. They're like, oh my god, it's the Winter Soldier. I yeah. thought he died. Um, oh, Sam has to drink the snake drink. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so as a smiling tiger, he goes to the bar, and he's like, the usual. And it's snake gut drink. That's literally like what it is. He cuts open a snake. He pulls out a live snake, kills the snake, cuts open the snake, puts it in the drink. And I'm watching this like, oh my god. I was about to vomit. And I like sushi and like weird raw food. But snake is something that just sounds utterly disgusting. But it is eaten in like Korea and stuff. That It's like a sushi. It's a form of sushi. There is snake sushi. Which, nah, not for me. Um, uh, Zemo like starts a distraction. And he has Bucky attack a guy. And the Winter Soldier music plays. And the music throughout this whole um, episode, like the music keys of like the Winter Soldier theme and Zemo's theme and like yeah. all the different like remixed songs were just beautiful. Like props to the composers for this yeah, like episode. Has this whole series, yeah. Zemo's theme play over Bucky's theme. And then the Bucky exciting. Cry, yeah. That the was Winter awesome. Soldier scream. Um, they finally get access to uh, Selby. Um, and do you want? Yeah, I'll do you take, want to take over, over okay. from here. So, after Winter Soldier beats up this guy, they're like, "Okay, um, Shelby is ready to s- meet with you guys." So they go meet with Shelby to basically find information on where these super soldier serums are coming from. So they get to the point where Shelby at like name drops someone named Doctor Nagel. I forget his first name. But it's basically Doctor Nagel, and so now, just as she's about to reveal where he is, so that they can go, like you know, get him and get information oh, out of him. Doesn't and wasn't Zemo going to give her Bucky? <laughs> yeah, Zemo was like, he'll do whatever. Which I was very uncomfortable from that. Scene. Yeah, no, that was. I was it like, seemed a and bit did sexual. you see her face? I was like, ugh. This, my, I hope this doesn't go sexual. <laughs> no, and and it was almost like Zemo like. 
like Zemo almost like said like it was from experience, and yeah. I got kind of interesting vibes from that. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, that was that was quite weird. But, but moving on, <laughs> moving on. So right as she's about to tell them where Nagel is, yeah. sh- Sam's phone goes off, and guess who it is? It's, it's, it's his sister. And so she's first. like, so Shelby's like, answer it. Puts it on speaker. She's British, by the way. Puts it on speaker. So no he puts it on speaker. No offense to any British listeners who are watching. We are horrible at accents. I don't know. I thought that was pretty good. But no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. But so he puts her on speaker and she's talking about the bank situation. And Sam's trying to act like, you know, like the smiling tiger that he is. He's yeah, like, crime boss. Yeah, I'm, I killed that banker last week. And, and then she's like, Sam, the- stop it. Or no, she says Sam at the end. Yeah, no. Or was it the kid? Oh, no, this is what happened. He almost got away with it, and then we hear the kids in the background. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I gotta go, Sam. <laughs> and then Shelby's like, who's Sam? Kill them. And then, boom, Shelby gets shot. But by who, we don't know at the moment. We do find out. We do find out. So now, but now it looks it like, looks like they Falcon, the Winter Soldier, and Zemo Which, look like honestly, it killed her. Zemo probably would have anyway. Zemo probably would have. Let's be honest. I mean, he could, yeah, we'll get to that. But he kills a lot of people. So now no there's this very like John Wick type scene where everyone's getting no, like whole, a message on whole, their phone. And um, just as a little fun fact, because I know someone who's very much into cryptocurrency, um, it the bounty was paid in. Bitcoin, I believe. Yeah. Which cryptocurrency is a big thing currently. And just to see it in the MCU was like a very interesting thing of like, oh, it exists. Yeah. Which was a little fun little Easter egg. That, that was that was a cool reference. But so everyone's getting like messages to uh, yeah. for the bounty on Sam and Bucky's, you know, lives. And so lives. they're they're running, people are shooting at them, miraculously not being shot. Bucky forgets how to run fast, and now they end up in an alley. Where they're like surrounded, and then bang, 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 everyone dies, gets shot. But guess who shows up out of the shadows? Sharon Carter. Finally. Finally. Shows up in the episode. She's like, she's basically like a different person from when she was in Civil War. She's like this assassin who's like working. She's now working for the power. She has like, when we first saw her, you know, in like uh, Winter Soldier and like even in Civil War, she was like kind of like the. You know, she kind of remind me of like kind of like a, a like a younger, more modern Peggy Carter. Yeah. Now she's giving now me like she's like a like a I don't know. She kind of gives me like black like what I imagine Black Widow like Black Widow on like, the run. Like what like. Black Widow would have been like before becoming an Avenger, kinda. Yeah, and for some reason she did not get a pardon from the government, even though like everyone else did. Yeah, I don't know exactly why that happened. I don't know if they'll explain that, but. Um, and then she's like, she didn't right. even do that much, like compared to like Bucking Sam, who literally were in the battle. Yeah, Sharon was just kind of. She literally the just gave them like some weapons, and that's yeah. it. But we but do know that she was not snapped. She was not snapped. No, because she had to run for five years. Yeah. So she she's like, all right, come over to my literal like penthouse. Where oh she... my god, she is also <laughs> rich, rich. Yeah, she and she is an art thief on yeah. top of it, and Stealing they are art. the original. And Sam doesn't believe it, and he googles it like. Well, shoot, you're right. <laughs> Which actually, one fun fact, I was talking about Leonardo da Vinci earlier. One of the paintings was a da Vinci. Was a da Vinci painting, yeah. So now they're in like her living room and she's talking about like, oh, you, I'm glad Screw you guys- hero society. Yeah, I'm glad you guys aren't going along with that whole hero shtick or whatever. Shtick. And then, <laughs> I've never said that word before. That's a weird word. I'm not probably going to say it again. Don't say it again. Anyway, so then she's like, oh, so how's the new Captain America? And Buggy's like- <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> He's getting and triggered. She goes, He's good. like- 
Good. That's no. He he like she roasts Bucky right for being Steve's like number one. Yeah, she goes. Man. She, yeah, doesn't she goes? Um, like um, America's best friend. Isn't that what she said? She's like America's number one best friend. Or something. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh dang, she's then, going there. And then this is where Bucky's like, you know what? I don't think I like her anymore. <laughs> from that point on, and then but so we liked her. Sharon Carter basically, her only purpose in this episode is to tell them where Nagel is. So she, because she's so, worked with Nagel. So they're like, so we got the name Nagel. Do you know who he is? And she's like, as her manager, in fact, yes, yes. I do. So Nagel is working in a science lab in these in a like, shipping yard. In the shipping, yeah, crates. It's a shipping yard with a shipping crate yeah. that has a secret entrance that leads to an underground lab. No, it was. Oh, was it above ground? The, yeah, they walked upstairs. So it was like. Oh, so like that whole. It was thing like was the, just the crates were connected. Yeah. Okay. So. Bucky and Sam and Zemo go in the lab and approach Nagel while Sharon Carter is outside guarding them because they still have the bounty on their heads. So now they get to. I'll, okay, so I'll deal with Nagel now and then I'll get to Sharon Carter after. So, yeah, even well, though Nagel, it's kind of at the same time, but. Well, so, I think Nagel's more important, so we'll take him. So out. Nagel basically just, you know, he tells them everything because he does have a gun to his head at the moment. <laughs> yeah. So, so he tells them how Hydra um, did operate. Or do experiments on Isaiah, Isaiah Bradley. Bradley, which he calls a test subject. <sighs> Racist. Which is yeah, is very the racists frustrating. in the show. And then, and he says it with ease. And then yeah. he says, "Well, I used to work for Shield, but then the CIA hired me." No, he me. worked for Hydra. Or sorry, Hydra. Oh, Shield, Shield, Hydra. You know. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I, I didn't mean. I meant to say Hydra. But that was honestly like really sus. I'm like, why did why did the yeah. government hire a Hydra uh, officer? It never ends, does it? No, but. Hydra, <laughs> it still exists. So, anyway, so Nagel explains, so I was the one who developed an actual super soldier serum. That's better than... That's uh, better than the original, scene. because it doesn't affect the person's appearance. Does it make them buff? So it's literally, like, a discreet, like, you. no one knows that you actually have this serum in you. So, Buffy. then, Sharon Carter, at the same time... And no machines, it's, a, it's an no actual No machines, injection. they're just literally the vaccine. And so, Which I actually wonder if those, um, thing, those crates that... Yeah, no, I think they actually confirmed that those crates that in episode two. That, yeah, they're stealing that. Those were those. That was a whole thing of super soldier serum, yep. even though Nagel only said there were twenty four. Yeah, the 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 number of twenty four crates. How many crates there are? Number of serums. It's it's a bit iffy. I like I, I didn't I didn't really. I think Nagel lied about how many yeah. there were. So anyway, so simultaneously, Sharon Carter is absolutely destroying these like mafia groups that are trying to get to Sam and Bucky. Yeah, she is like oh by God. herself. And with at first all she's, these people and, with guns. And, 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 um, at first, like she's completely unarmed. She then grabs yeah. a knife <laughs> and starts knifing people. Then grabs a gun and starts gunning people. Like it, she went from unarmed, dangerous to like. And I'm like, I'm like watching this. I'm like, oh my god, like, dying. Like so, we'll get we'll get to why we think yeah. that she's like that. But for now, so she runs into the. She's like, the, we need to go. She's like, okay, we're kind of running out of time. And Zemo's like, you know what? I don't feel like dealing with Nagel right now. So he just. Bang, shoots him. Bang, bang. <laughs> He's gone. No, yeah. Don't have to deal with him. So Again, Nagel's Zemo dead. is very trigger happy. And then... And then she was like, what did you do? How does the... Okay, so someone... Oh, yeah, Mafia guy with a rocket launcher. Rocket Blows launches. The whole thing up. And then, like, the the serums, I guess, are... Mm-hmm. I guess... They start exploding. They, they just reacting. start exploding. And then, wouldn't you know it, everyone's fine. It's fine. The, the entire thing exploded. I mean, like, Bucky... Bucky, super soldier. He I guess died. maybe Zemo somehow just escaped from the whole Zemo, thing. Zemo, Zemo's just gone from the explosion, like magic trick, magic Zemo. Um, Sam is fine. Sharon is fine, which she 
We'll get into that. We'll get into that. So now they're like shooting, and then Zemo's like, "All right, guys, he stand back." He puts the hood on. He puts on the comic accurate mask, and yes. then he starts. Pow, oh, and pow. also the jacket he's wearing, like throughout the. Whole, That's also kind of. Comic it's, it's a comic accurate, yeah, early comic inspired jacket, which altogether. Honestly, when I first saw the hood, um, like the the um ski mask, I was like, "Eh, that looks a really kind of a bit gimmicky." But then now I see it, I'm like, "Oh, it looks it's cool." All right. I mean, yeah, sure. He's trying to hide his identity. Like, it's not like the it's also in like the comics how, how his face is burnt. You know, it's also like how at first when I saw when I saw like Wanda with her Scarlet Witch headband thing, I was like, "Oh, that looks a little weird." But then like she got the the new yeah really nice and then they're suit. Like this is like a little teaser for you. And then we saw like the headband. I'm like, oh, that actually looks really cool. So it's like one of those things where like it looks like it would be a corny transition, but they really make it work and it yep. looks really good. Yep. So then Zemo's like, pow pow, I just killed all these mafia guys too. I'm Dang. epic. And then he's like, no way, I just found a car. So then, so then Zemo. Yeah, he's like, I found a car. Pulls up in like Michael Scott fashion. I don't you know the reference, but he he pulls up and he's like, hey guys, what's up? Hop in the car. So Sam and Bucky get in. Sam this time is in the back seat, and Bucky's in the front seat. <laughs> you can and move your seat up. They they call back to the part in Civil, Civil War, War where Sam's in the front, and Bucky's like, "Can you move your seat up?" And he's like, "Nope." So now Bucky's like, "Nope." So it's a pr- it's a pretty good callback. Um, Sharon Carter doesn't go. Well, Sharon Carter's like, "No, I'll." Oh, and behind. also we forgot to mention the whole reason Sharon Carter's helping them is because uh, Sam promised her a pardon. Yes, yes, and that he, is. She, and he's like, "Come with us," and she goes, "You just get me that pardon, I'll be fine." Yeah. Forgot to say that. Thank That's you. Fine. And then she goes, and then she gets picked up by another driver. Which this this is she, very that, suspicious. That, that worker does. She does work for her. She does work for her. She works for Sharon she, Carter. But she she tells this person we have two problems. We have two problems now. So this well, I guess we'll find out what she means. There can there's a bunch of theories. Hmm. Is she the power broker? I don't think so. I don't think but, so either. Um, so, so next we cut to this really again. So I, okay. The same is this, where is this? This is also Ed and Riga. This is also Riga. So we cut back to Riga. It is Carly and her, her other flag smasher friend. And they're talking. It is now, I mean, we basically knew, but they basically confirm that they did get the serums and that they they had the serums and she contemplates giving the serums to everyone who was in the, the GRC camp. But then I guess, it, which is again, if they inconsistent only have 20, amount of numbers, if they have twenty because serums, and the because then, sa- then in like the same breath she goes, well now the power worker's gonna come begging us because we have the last serum, which yeah, will like, actually make it sound like there's only twenty. Yeah, so we'll find out how many there are. I guess it looked like way more than twenty when they yeah, were stealing no, them those crates the were all. They had two trucks. Yeah, They're, yeah, they were. Maybe all they meant twenty or those crates. giant crates with like a bunch of them in there. Maybe that's what it meant. But anyway, so I wouldn't get twenty. And then after the that whole scene, scene, okay, that whole like scene though was again like the uh, deleted subplot. Yeah, that that looked like it was very just ushered in last minute. But they did a good job of editing it together because if you didn't no, yeah. know, like no, yeah, like we only found this out because of the like, new rock stars. Yeah, they pointed out they're like, oh yeah, deleted subplot. And we're like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. So then it cuts to uh, John Walker and Lamar Hoskins in the prison where the Zemo broke out. And so also in the beginning they were in. Uh, Germany. They were also Germany, yeah. So now they're like, John Walker is like, all right, I know we don't have any evidence, but I'm very sure that 
Sam and Bucky broke him out because they were here at the same time. And Lamar's like, we don't nah. have evidence. And he's like, well, we don't need evidence. If we're right, then <laughs> we don't need. Then evidence. they'll thank us anyway, and they won't ask questions. Which you know, he's yeah. not wrong, but like, jeez, I don't yeah. like this guy. I don't like him. He actor's like fine. Him. I'm not gonna tell the actor to kill himself, but like, I don't like the, <sighs> yeah, the we're character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then they uh, they're on the plane. Yeah. And they're much- on the plane. So here is where Sam and Bucky. Sam is basically telling Bucky how much he regrets not just destroying the shield in general when he first got it because of how how much of a headache it's giving them yeah, right now. And Bucky's like, no, the shield means so much. And Bucky just snaps back and he's like, I would have stolen Which, it before to you. To be honest... Because it, it is a symbol to yeah, it. Yeah, like, but also, especially like, him. It's the, it was the person, not the shield. Which I guess I'm just kind of like, it's yeah. the person. Which, oh, forgot to mention earlier how Zemo says oh, yeah. that whole thing about how idols, how and, like, idols can be cor- yeah. corrupted. But I feel like... I don't know with steve like he knew that he wasn't perfect like yeah i think that's really referring to people who think that they're like john, john, walker, john walker who are so cocky that yeah. way but yeah so then then they are in latvia yes yeah, so this-, this is where we find so torres calls sam tells him that danya madani has yeah. died and that they're in riga latvia so now they're, they're, like, lo- they're looking for carly this flag smasher so now they're like okay well now we know where carly is we'll just go there so they go there and you did mention that Latvia is so in the Dr. Be- Doom. So I was thinking about refugees from um like countries. Yeah. So we find out that Sokovia, the another fictitious Marvel country, mm-hmm. was kind of cannibalized by Latvia and they just kind of took over what yeah. was left of Sokovia. Um so like that Sokovia no longer exists. It's now Latvia. Now in the comics Latveria is the kingdom of Doctor Doom yeah. from the Fantastic Four. So I think Latvia could be like the MCU version of that. There's no confirmation, that's just a purely spect- uh, speculation yeah. thing. Also, rewind, I forgot to mention a small little part where um, it's Carly and they uh, that's right, basically, they blow yeah, they, they blow up, There's a they're at a GRC camp and they're basically taking their they supplies. They and blow up. And then this is where, like, you understand, like, before we're like, oh, okay. The ends justify the means. And then they just kill a bunch of people who work for GRC. And it's like, uh, yeah. And Carly's like, ends justify the means. Yeah. That's a big theme in this episode, isn't it? I think it's going to be, like, a big theme throughout the whole series. Yeah, definitely. So now, okay, so cut back to they are Sam, Bucky, and Zemo in Latvia. And you said how Latvia kind of basically just ate... Sokovia. I don't know if Latvia ate Sokovia or if like another country in Sokovia formed to be Latvia. Yeah, I don't we don't know if Latvia existed before, but yeah, now it's I Latvia. Feel like we would have heard of it. Where before. Sokovia was. So and they, Zemo Zemo apparently knows somewhere, which obviously because yeah. it was Sokovia, he like, you know, knows he his way is around. Sokovian, it. Yeah. Yeah. So even though we don't know he where German. he's taking them though, but this is the very end of the episode. Bucky goes, oh, I'm just gonna take a little walk for a minute. He goes, he finds a Kimoyo bead. From Black Panther. From the Black Panther. Which, obviously, when I saw it, I was like, what the heck is that? And then... No, I immediately, like, I was like... Oh, did you know? Yeah, I saw it, I'm like, that looks like the thing Shuri and yeah. Black Panther have. But I'm like, nah, and they are gonna do that. And there's this really cool shot where he's in the alleyway, and it pans and the Wakandan music, Wakandan drums. And then like, it pans to his back, and then it pans back, and then Ayo. the a Wakandan soldier, Ayo, which, you know... Callback, yeah, in the beginning. He's, he's corny. Ayo 
is there and basically if you think about it it makes a lot of sense that they incorporate wakanda in this episode because zemo did kill zemo king literally Chaka. killed king chaka so they're like why'd you break him out of prison he's kind of like a horrible guy like, i'm here for zemo yeah and that's um, how the episode ends and just like again a little quick connection ao is the first ever Dora Milaje we saw in the MCU. Yes. And Bucky, by extension, is the White Wolf, which in the comics, White Wolf is a totally separate character who kind of works with the Wakandan secret police. I have my own theories that Bucky will like kind of become an amalgamation of the Winter Soldier and White Wolf and will kind of work work for Wakanda. Which also side thing, it does make sense that he like like basically knew that him. he was being well it made sense that he knew that they were being followed because yeah. he was in wakanda for like two years so oh, he... he was technically there for the whole oh no because he was yeah. snapped yeah yeah he got snapped i was like so oh. he was so he would know like what their you know yeah. techniques are so now we'll talk about our theories and thoughts on this yes. episode so first off um well, first of all, I just want to say the review of the episode. I liked it. Same. I feel like the episodes are getting better and better. Definitely. Um, as we find out more information. We're halfway through the series, and I like it. Um, so, my little, like, predictions and stuff, and my own little theories. Um, I think Sharon Carter is a super soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, because, she, as we said earlier, she does this big, savage fight with, like, I want to say, like, more than 20 different people. And Sharon Carter, previously, even though she was, like, really strong and stuff she could never have been able to do that she wasn't able to take down bucky and i know bucky's bucky but like you know these were people that they knew what they were doing bro she literally like took on an entire mafia game like yeah by herself yeah we've never seen her well we've never really seen her fight well in winter soldier we did but like but even it was then, to that extent. even then she was she wasn't even that good yeah so um, there's a lot of people who look like they have the super soldiers yeah in this um series. and also like zemo i think if he doesn't already i feel like zemo will kind of well well because he's kind of against that that's true so i feel like something's gonna happen because zemo is kind of but it would make sense he's, for sharon he's, he's strong yet weak at the same time yeah it would make sense for sharon because she's literally working for the power broker yeah so that was so. the thing i'm like well she works with the power broker so he yeah. probably gave her that um on the subject of the power broker i have no idea on who the power broker is mm-hmm. i'm thinking he's gonna be his own separate character he i don't know um okay. just real quick a lot of people say that sharon carter is the power broker they use the masculine pronouns of him and he and yeah. king so unless sharon's doing like a really oh, she's really throwing at, everyone off at pretending which i don't think she would do also another thing reason that it's not her because zemo in the episode says oh yeah that he, he knows, knows the, power the power broker by reputation so if zemo was in prison since 2016 and it's like 2024 sharon had no time to be evil before he went into prison yeah so there's that so i really don't think it's sharon if it is then they're really gonna have to bend the timeline because that yeah. doesn't make sense so other than that i don't really have any other theories from this episode yeah um um yeah. so my theory i feel like I, i'm trying to think i think this is the really the only thing that i have yeah. to say for this episode but again i did like it they're getting yeah. better like you said but i think that the power broker is going to be dr zola oh i was right? gonna bring him up actually so right? i said about and marchiavelli uh marchiavelli had the silent partner that was uh da vinci i was yeah. gonna say i think zola but is I zemo's think... da vinci 
Is Zola working with Zemo though? Because if he was the power broker, then like that then wouldn't make sense. I mean, you say that Zola, Zola. So we're just saying what Zola could be like. You're you're saying Zola is the power broker. Um, I do think Zola is gonna be in this episode, but I don't think Zola is. He could be the power broker. Okay, so this this is why. So in oh the TV uh, in the yeah. yeah so when when it said the power broker is watching it looked like the static tv that's a reference yeah. to 1984 by george orwell how they watch you through the telescreen and literally dr zola it's is a is it's in a telescreen like he he's not in a telescreen but he's in, on a screen because his his body isn't yeah. like like physical he like he he like somehow his body transferred died. his consciousness into like a he didn't do it shield did it for him did it or Hydra? No, shield, no Hydra. actually, Shield did it, and then he kind of corrupted Shield. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, that's right. uh, we did. I didn't actually realize this until uh, like just recently. We saw in First Avenger, um, Zemo's plans for his mech suit, like in the comics. Oh yeah. Did I say Zemo? Or did I say Zemo? I think you said Zemo. All right, I can remember. <laughs> so Zol, um, Professor Doctor Zola. So I think we will see Zola in his suit. That would be so cool. That would be really cool. Television. So, anyway, I think that concludes. Yeah, it. I think we. I forgot about Zola. So yeah, yeah I think Zola's gonna be in it. Um, I have, I'm gonna call it. I think he's a power broker. Okay. I'll just I'll just put that out there. Is okay. there any other theories that? What did I? What um, else did I call? From like this episode. Oh, or that. Episode? Or from just the series in general. I think I called that Torres will become Falcon, which we haven't gotten. We we yet. haven't. Torres isn't really. You know. He isn't. I don't know if that's. I mean, he he did become Falcon in the comics. In the comics, but I'm talking in the, in the series. I don't know. He probably. We'll we'll find out. Um, but those are my two. I um, said the thing about the sushi bar worker, which that's not gonna happen. That no, it did. I was wrong. I was never completely wrong. But um, I think that concludes it. Right? Yeah. So thank you all for watching. Stay safe and have a good day.